Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. I declare over your life today that the Lord will be your refuge. The Lord will be your fortress. As you put your trust in the Lord, you are preserved and you are protected in the name of Jesus. According to Psalm 91 verse 2. Let's look at the type of love that God has for us. It is very clear that God does love his people. But the love of God is a very patient love. God's patience with us is really long-suffering. By implication, that actually means that you will not see or experience the consequences of disobedience immediately. The reason is because God is extremely patient. So you might be doing something that is wrong and there will just be this patience that God has with you. That's why you would see armed robbers, kidnappers, all sorts of terrible people getting away with things that are very, very wrong. You would expect that, oh, if somebody does something terrible, now somebody insults God, somebody abuses God, somebody kills another person that immediately the person will die. But that is not how God is. God's love is extremely patient, even in the extremes of life. The Bible tells us in Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9, he says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So you see, God is patiently waiting, trusting that one day you will come to a place of repentance. And one day you will either read his word or you listen to one of his messengers and you will change your ways and repent. But that patience in itself is very dangerous because the tendency to assume that God's mercy is God's approval is very high. You might assume that, oh, because God has kept quiet, because nothing has happened to me, even though I'm disobedient, it actually means that God approves of my lifestyle. It actually means that God doesn't mind when I disobey his word. So, Because of that, because of God's patience, people tend to take God's patience for granted and they go ahead misbehaving. So that's why you're not going to check God's approval by God's silence. You will check God's approval by checking your life in accordance to the word of God. Is your lifestyle lining up to God's word? Because if you just say, okay, that means everything I'm doing is right because God hasn't punished me yet. Nothing wrong has happened to me. I know a lot of people who say, well, I'm not doing all these things you're doing in terms of righteousness and holiness, but you know what? God is still blessing me. I'm still having money. I'm still doing this. I'm still doing all of that. It simply means that God approves of my lifestyle. There's nothing further from the truth than that. Check your life, not by God's silence or by God's reluctance to punish you immediately. Check your life along the lines of God's word. And that's the mistake that the pastors in Matthew 7, 21 made. The Bible says to us that not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who 
actually do the will of my father in heaven will enter on judgment day many will say to me lord lord we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name but i will reply i never knew you get away from me you who break god's law that's from nlt king james says you workers of iniquity so these people were walking iniquity they were breaking god's law they were living very sinful life but because god did nothing to them god was very patient hoping that they would repent trusting that they would repent they just assumed that god's silence is god's approval they just assumed that god's patience means that god you know overlooks everything they are doing and that was the problem that they had at the end of the day they did not enter into god's kingdom so ask yourself is my life lining up to the word of god are my thoughts my deeds my actions are they lining up to the word of god because god's silence and patience does not mean god's approval that is why i will advise you very strongly to constantly pray psalm 139 verse 23 and 24 that scripture says search me O god and know my heart try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me lead me in the way of everlasting life so he says ask god to search you if there's any wicked way let the lord show you and then let the lord not stop us showing you let him lead you in the way of everlasting life let's read it from new living translation he says search me oh god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. So when you constantly and daily pray that prayer, watch out for those things that God puts his finger on in your life. That's how you stay safe. If you begin to pray this prayer, when there are things wrong in your life, God will put his finger on it. He will begin to point to you and tell you this thing you are doing is wrong. This thing you are saying is wrong. This attitude is wrong. You know, you will not have a restful conscience when something goes wrong. You know, God will send an alarm system in your conscience. The alarm system, best way I can put it, is like having like a red light signal on your inside that something is wrong. So when you feel that something is wrong on your inside, calm down, go to God in prayer and say, Lord, I feel an unrest in my spirit. What is this about? And definitely God will find a way of showing you. The only way he will not show you is if he already knows that you're not genuinely asking, that you're not going to repent even if he shows you. You know, so there are people who have made up their minds, you know what, even if God tells me, I'm still not going to change. And so when you're like that, you are looking for eternal trouble. Remember, the worst thing that can happen to any human being is closing his life on this side of life opening it and you find out that you did not make heaven that you're going to hell you know when you cross over to hell that is the end the chapter is closed when somebody dies on this side of life or when the rapture occurs and jesus comes to take his sins those are the two ways we're going to exit either through death or through rapture and you cross over to the other side and or the chapter on this side is closed or your case on this side is closed it is a horrible thing to open your eyes and the hands that catch you are not the hands of jesus it is bad because there is no repentance in the grave there is no coming back there's no saying okay god i'm really sorry let me go back and repair or amend my ways that will not happen the moment your case is closed here you open up the other side and then you face eternity. And when you face that eternity, there is no coming back. Imagine having to write an exam that there is no receipt. You have an opportunity to write that exam only once. If you fail, that's the end. If you pass, that's also the end. You know how you read and prepare for that exam. You will read all night and all day. You won't play. You won't go to parties. You would hardly eat because you know you just have to pass this exam. But that is exactly how the exam of eternity is. The 
moment your case is closed on this side and opens on the other side, it means you've written that exam. If you fail, there's no receipt. You can't take the exam a second time. No matter how you plead, no matter how you beg, the case is already determined you have failed. But if you pass, that is it. You're not going to come back again and say, oh, okay, I passed. Can I just take it a, a second time or whatever? And maybe you might fail the second time. The point is you only write this, this exam once. And that is why we have to be very careful how we live our lives. Always check your life. Always check your actions in you know, in conjunction with the word of God, which is why you don't play with the listening of the word of God. Now that you play with the reading of the word of God, it will determine where you will spend eternity. If you remove eternal thinking from your life, you have destroyed your life. And that's not how God wants you to be. God's desire at the end of the day is that you repent and spend eternity with him. God does not have any plan or any desire for any of his lovely and wonderful children not to make it to heaven. God wants you with him and that is why God is putting pressure on you. Stop this, stop this, stop this, start this, start this, start this. Kindly yield to the spirit of God. God will never lead you astray. He will always lead you in the path of everlasting life. So don't forget to constantly pray the prayer in Psalm 139 verse 23 and 24. It will save your life. God bless you. Remember, God loves you beyond what you can ever imagine or think about. God bless you. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Thank you.